0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to Episode 50 of Intermittent Fasting Stories. Today, I'm here with Renee and Joel. You know, I've had a husband and wife on before. I've had sisters on before. But today, I've got a mother and son, and I'm very excited about this conversation that we're going to have. Renee is from St. Louis, Missouri. Joel lives in Springfield, Missouri. And Renee is a realtor and also a real estate investor, and Joel is a graphic designer. So, welcome, Renee and Joel.
1: Hello. Thank you. Good to speak with you. Glad to be here. Absolutely.
0: Well, I'm so glad to have you both here. You know, I like to start off by asking what brought you to intermittent fasting. And so, I'm going to start with you, Renee. What brought you to intermittent fasting, and when was that?
1: Okay. I first heard about it. I read the book of the Obesity Code through a trainer that I had been working with. I did try that and learned a lot through that book, but I found that the extended fast for me at the beginning was just, you know, there were like three day fasts of nothing but like water and bone broth and it was a lot to just like jump into. And I had done some fasting for spiritual reasons just over the years, because we we pray and fast, but I had never done a fast like that before. So I ended up having a group together that came with the trainer. And we talked about the book. And then that's when I'm Don came to the group. And we just kind of left it at that. And we had been doing some fasting. And then I saw Dawn on Facebook about three months after that. I had read that book and done some of the fasting and she looked incredible. And I said, Dawn, like, what have you been doing? And so she told me about your book and she told me about the Facebook group and she said, this is awesome. And then when I, after I got the book and went to Chicago one weekend and Joel was there and I read the book in like two days and said, I'm starting today. I was so excited that I would be able to do this without having to do like prolonged fast to begin with. Right, right, right. So that's how I got started. And, um, Joel was in Chicago. We, we do travel. We're travel buddies because we love a lot of the same things. So I was in Chicago and I was drinking black coffee for, you know, and he's like, what are you doing, mom? Like, why aren't you eating lunch? And why aren't you eating breakfast? And look at this avocado toast. And I'm like, Nope, not gonna do it. And I mean, I just plunged in like that day. And I and I have never stopped since then. That's been about two and a half years ago, something like that. So I started it in, and, and I kept telling him like over the weeks, because then we both went back home and I said, I'm losing weight, and I'm feeling great, and you've got to try this. And he's like, it's another one of your crazy diets. And because my whole life, literally, I had been struggling. A very similar story. After I read your book, Jen, I related to you so much because my story was very similar to yours, and I had tried everything, and I had even gotten i had i was up to like i had gained about 45 pounds more than i should weigh my healthy weight and i was still exercising and i i had gotten down to about 500 calories a day restrictive before i heard about intermittent fasting and i was still gaining weight on 500 calories a day
0: so you were eating 500 calories a day you had dieted your way down to 500 calories a day and you were gaining weight.
1: I was gaining weight on 500. And and I I mean, I would cry and I would say, Joel, please pray for me because I don't know what to do.
0: So what did a day look like back then? And This is the thing that some people don't believe, you know, and, and I believe you. I completely believe you. But people who think it's only calories in, calories out would not believe that someone could be eating 500 calories a day and gaining weight. But what did a day look like when you were when you were eating those, you know, 500 calories a day? Like, like, what were you drinking? What did you how did you start? How did you time it all?
1: (laughs) Okay, for for the beginning, I for three years, faithfully, three to four days a week, I would train with a trainer at anywhere from five to six in the morning for an hour. So I was I was exercising in addition to not eating, I was exercising strategically. I would do that. And then on the way to the trainer or right after the trainer, I would have my energy shake, which was, of course, now I know spiking my blood insulin level, like right first thing in the morning. And it was, I think it was like 200 and something calories for that. And then I would, I usually would not eat lunch. And then when I came home, I might have a salad or uh, a small piece of chicken breast. I mean, no carbs, zero carbs, just very minimal food, like hardly anything. And Joel can attest, I mean, he knows when he was around me, I did not eat. I did not, I did, I mean, I ate, but it was like, it was just very little bit. But it was enough, now that I know what is on the other side, it was enough that I was eating you know, a a little bit here and then an hour later, maybe just a bite of this and a bite some pretzels, you know, a piece of licorice, even though it was very minimal food, I was, it was still spiking my blood sugar level every couple hours.
0: (laughs) And your insulin was being released. Yeah. You were, you're, and I bet you were, were you probably drinking diet sodas or, or what were you putting in your coffee?
1: I have never been a diet soda person. So I've I've always been water and tea. So that was an easy transition for me. But I do like my flavored teas, you know, and so I, I never needed cream or any of that. But I was I would drink flavored teas. And I would put sugar in it without you know, or i not sugar stevia. You were
0: yes, yeah, stevia. Yeah. So the stevia causes your body to release the insulin. So you're like, well, I'm having zero calories. I'm on a diet. It's a great choice, but it wasn't.
1: And also the other thing that I drank pretty regularly was a glass of juice, like orange juice, not a whole glass, but just a small glass. Like I thought, well, it's juice, you know, it's liquid. It's not. And it's like, oh, wow. And I didn't realize that that was spiking me up. But I think those protein shakes early on in the morning got my blood sugar insulin level going right away. And then you know, having a couple pretzels, piece of licorice. (laughs) But really, I mean, when you looked at the end of the day, the total of what I ate was, I would say no more than 700 calories. At the most. Yeah.
0: But it it was definitely, you know, on paper, you should have been, I mean, with the working out and the low number of calories, even if you were wildly underestimating and you were eating a thousand, you should have been losing weight, not gaining weight on that.
1: No, I had gained about from in five year period of time. I had gained, I would say, close to fifty pounds, and I'm five foot two, so I'm a small frame anyway. And no matter what I did, Jen, and I tried, I tried it all, by the way, Weight Watchers, I'm I'm not even going into all that. But I mean, I tried low carb, Weight Watchers, Keto, counting your calories, counting your, I mean, I even tracked everything I ate for two full months. And they said, oh, you're going to lose weight. and And it was like, nothing worked. I'm telling you, nothing worked. So
0: when you finally started the intermittent fasting, How quickly did you start to see results? I know you said you started and that was it. You never quit. But what did you notice early on? What were the first months
1: like? Well, in the first week, I already noticed that the puffiness and this, I had puffy fat. And so whenever I look at a friend of mine who I know, like had the same kind of fat that I did, because I feel like there are people that are larger but maybe they're solid. You know what I mean? And then to me, like for the people that I see have the best results are people that, are, that were like me, like puffy fat.
0: Like, would you say it was like inflammation?
1: Yes. Inflammation. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what I mean. It was like, it was like a swollenness.
0: Right. I know exactly what you mean. Yes.
1: And it, it wasn't a solid, like it wasn't like rolls of fat. It was more like you could push it and it was soft and cushy. So Because of that, the kind of fat that I had, I felt like within one week, I was already looking at myself saying, wow, you're not as puffy. And then about three weeks in, because I took pictures and I I tracked myself, especially in my face. I could not believe how much different my face looked in like three weeks. It was remarkable.
0: Yeah, I think everybody should take pictures. So everybody use Renee's story here. (laughs) Please take pictures before you start and then periodically along the way, because you can really see a difference, especially in your face.
1: Yes. And it's painful in the beginning to take pictures because you don't, you know, when you're heavy and you're not comfortable with your weight, you don't like the way you feel. You don't like the way you look. You don't like a lot about what's going on. And so you don't want to, you don't want pictures of that. And you don't want to be reminded of that. And I used to avoid pictures with anybody at that time, you know, and, but I am so thankful that some pictures were taken of me. Because now I look back, and I'm like, wow, what a change. So it's important, I feel like, and I, I measured every part of my body, too. So it wasn't just weight that I was losing, I was losing inches.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of people will lose inches before they actually lose pounds on the scale. But you were also
1: losing pounds on the scale. Yes, and so I ended up losing I think a total of about forty three pounds, and I don't know if you want to bring Joel in now and he can tell his, and then I'll go on later or however you want to handle it but
0: yeah so so is this about when when did Joel realize that this was not something crazy that your mom was doing? <laughs> tell us about that, Joel yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Like she said, there was definitely a point in my life growing up where she, it seemed like she had tried every single diet. So definitely at the beginning, I was just like, oh gosh, I mean, I was happy for her because I know that it's always been an issue that she struggled with, you know, weight loss, but it was also just like, here we go again, you know? So I was just like, let me give this a moment and I'm going to support her. But at the same time, like I definitely was not getting on board. (laughs) So probably that was like at the, in, in the summer. Then, probably around like Thanksgiving, I started when I came home for Thanksgiving. And then, definitely, when I came home for Christmas, when I came home for Thanksgiving with the first time, that was when I just saw like she just looked happier. Like, I mean, above all of the things that she had trimmed down a little bit, and you could see that she was starting to lose weight, she just seemed really happy and she seemed very content and she seemed very peaceful. So, that was like, in all honesty, the main change that I noticed at first. And I started to talk to her about it, you know, and she said, it's really just the fasting. It's really changed my life. It's starting to really change my relationship with food. And for me, it's a little bit of a different situation because I've never really had a problem with my weight. I mean, I had definitely gained a little weight after college and things like that, but I, I have not really ever struggled with my weight. And as far as like an unhealthy relationship with food, that's just not something that I luckily, that I haven't, you know, struggled with. So it was kind of hard for me to kind of see what that was going to look like for me, because that really wasn't my point of doing it. But for my mom, she was just like a different person on at Thanksgiving. So when I came home for Christmas, that was kind of when I really started to think about what was this going to look like for me, because she was just like, Sailing, honestly, she was just like sailing into the, <laughs> into the good life, literally into the good life. And I'm just kind of sitting there, like, you know, gaining a little weight every year. You know, now we're, I'm not active as much as I was when I was a kid, and I'm, you know, have an office job and all these things. So, those, you know, as you become an adult, quote unquote, definitely you, you start to gain weight.
0: It's true. You now, how old are you, Joel? Do you mind if I ask how old you are?
2: I'm 34. Yeah, I'm 34. So, and like I said, I've never really struggled with my weight, but I had definitely gained about 20, 25 pounds from what I was used to back in college. So anyway, around Christmas time, that was when I really started to think like, this is something that she's doing that's definitely working and that's definitely simplifying her life. And I just kind of like started to look into my own benefits about it because I didn't really... The reason that I did it was not to lose weight. I really just started because I liked the idea of the simplicity that it gave your lifestyle, and I also really loved just not being able to have to like think about food all the time. Like it 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 just eliminated the worry about like, you know, am I going to have carbs or am I going to be on keto? And I just like I have so many friends that are, you know, doing all these different diets, and I think for me it was just something that I I saw the simplicity in it, and I definitely thought that it would be a good thing. And I also started to you know, Google a lot of the health benefits that come with intermittent fasting, completely aside from weight loss. It just seemed like it was going to be a really healthy thing for me. So that's really how I started on it right around like Christmas time.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. What, which Christmas was that? Was that 2017 or 2018?
2: I guess that was 2018. Okay, okay.
0: Have you been doing it for over a year?
2: Because I've been doing it now about going on two years. Yes.
0: Oh, then that was 2017. Yep.
2: Okay, 2017.
0: 2017 turning into 2018. So you've been doing it for a while now. So um yeah. Yeah, you know, my son didn't need to lose any weight and he started it just for the health benefits too. I remember I was like super proud. He, he sent me a photo. He had, I think it was when he was working at when he, he did an internship at Apple last summer, and he sent me a photo. He said Breakfast of Champions, and it was black coffee next to a San Pellegrino. <laughs> I'm like, are you doing intermittent fasting? He's like, Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's how he told me. That's how he, he came out of the intermittent fasting closet with his <laughs> San Pellegrino <laughs> <and> coffee. <laughs>
2: that was his that was his celebratory meal right there.
0: It was. It was. And of course, you know, at at those, uh, those tech offices, they have like unlimited you know food and snacks and drinks and beverages he's where he's working now they have like beer on tap but i mean you know so they have they they really feed them wells but he's like i'm just having the black coffee and the, the san pellegrino so so you started you've been doing it now for yeah coming up on two years i bet you did lose weight
2: i lost weight yes
0: yeah you weren't really thinking about that but what happened
2: my weight loss journey was just crazy, honestly. I, I really didn't, and this is the complete honest truth, I did not lose a single pound for the first eight months that I was doing intermittent fasting. I mean, I definitely felt like I was getting a little leaner. People were noticing like, oh, maybe you're... But I didn't really have a lot of weight to lose, so it wasn't, you know, it was a different situation. But I literally did not lose a single pound for eight months.
0: Now, were you working out
2: I wasn't working out. No.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: So I keep telling myself I'm going to get back because I'm a runner. But and for it seems like for the past two years, I just keep telling myself I'm going to get back into running, I'm going to get, but I just haven't. So all of my literally all of my success at this point has been completely intermittent fasting, zero exercise. So it was eight months and and like I said, I just love the simplicity that it gave my life. It made it easy for my workday because I could go and run errands on my lunch break. I didn't have to worry about breakfast was not even an issue. So it just gave me a lot more free time. And also, I just loved the idea of almost having like a uniform for your meals. Like I eat at dinner time, because that's kind of how I live my life. I'm very organized and I'm definitely like I love to have like a plan. And so I think this really like resonated with me just on like a conceptual level. And it just worked. So even though I didn't really see any changes, I really enjoyed the way that it was improving my lifestyle. And I just decided to continue on. But in the eighth month, from about month eight to, I think it was like month 12, I ended up losing, it was like 32 pounds. Wow. (laughs) It was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and like, I didn't really know like what was happening because all of a sudden I just like started losing all of this weight, like to the point where I would go, cause I don't even really, I don't worry about the scale, but I would be, you know, somewhere the doctor's office or whatever. And I have a scale at my house, but I, I honestly never even get on it. But I started like realizing that I was losing, like, cause I went from about 190 and I think, and then it was 32 pounds that I, that I lost And it was just crazy. I mean, I didn't fit into my clothes anymore. I didn't, it was just nuts. And I started to see just like visible changes in my body from month eight to 12.
0: See, that's a great story because how many people, if you had started for weight loss, like if that was your goal, if you had started for weight loss and that was what you wanted, you would have been like, this is nuts. It doesn't work. This isn't working for me. (laughs) And then you could have quit and then the weight just fell right off after month eight.
2: Yeah. And it would have been so frustrating because, you know, you hear people say like, and that's why anytime I see, you know, I can't respond to every Facebook message. I want to, like in our groups that we're in, I always want to encourage the new people and try to tell them my story and stuff. But like, it's just not possible to reach out to everybody. But every once in a while I will post, you know, my story and I just try to tell them like, I am a, my story is definitely not the norm, but there are people who don't lose any weight and they get really frustrated because they're used to like, you know, a 30 day fast or they're used to a Jenny Craig. Like, you know, I feel like people, they want this like fast weight loss for like an event at the end of the summer, or they're going to lose 20 pounds for their wedding or whatever. And I just try to like, Remind people that this is not a diet. Like, this is a lifestyle. I do not view this as, especially two years in, I don't view this as a diet at all. I don't even consider it. At this point, it's not even an issue. Like, I don't even think about it. But even at the beginning, I never really considered it a diet because I just liked it. So I knew it was going to be how I live my life.
0: You liked the way you felt so much. It was just what you were going to do. And you were like, well, I'm not losing any weight. It's no big deal. But then all of a sudden, your body just caught up with it and... So, how long is your eating window? What, like, what kind of eating window do you have?
2: I really just eat dinner, so I eat uh, usually eat around five, five thirty, because I just get off work and go eat at work. But then, I mean, sometimes I'll have like you know a snack at night, or but generally, my window is probably about three hours. And I mean, it really wasn't, and I had done fasting before, so like the idea of fasting wasn't really that hard for me. I had done it for like religious purposes, but I was definitely aware of fasting. So I think for me to skip a meal was really not a big deal at all. So basically, from the beginning, I just did, I used to do a lunch window at the very beginning. I remember that. And then I just found that it was really hard because. A lot of my friends, you know, are young professionals and they would want to go out for a happy hour or they would want to go to, you know, a dinner event or we would have to go to something for work. And it just seemed like the more that I got into my groove, lunch was not working for me at all.
0: Yeah, I'm the same way with lunch. And, And then I bet you also felt that you were tired in the
1: afternoon after eating lunch.
2: Oh my gosh. No, my mom and I literally we joke cuz you know, now that we're in maintenance, it's not that big of a deal.
1: Well, I'm I'm not in maintenance. I need to get back in maintenance, but I'm we'll talk about that a little bit. But go ahead.
2: But we we joke because there'll, you know, there'll be days where you're like, "You know what?" It's my birthday. I'm gonna have a donut this morning, or I'm gonna (laughs) I'm gonna treat myself to lunch, you know. And you're like so excited, and you're here for it. And you go get your your snack, or you go and get your lunch. And literally, by like if it's a donut in the morning, by ten, I'm honestly ready for bed. And then at lunch, like if heaven forbid that I go eat lunch, if I have to go for work or something, it's like I dread it. Because I know that come about 2, thirty, three, 3, I need a nap. Like I literally need to like lay down in my office and have a nap.
1: Your productivity is shot. I'm the same way. The one thing that I will say and I want to share with people, you've got to pick your window that works for you and try not to deviate too much from it just because it will mess up your, it, it, it rocks your cart, you know. Many times people will say, "Well, let's get, let's go have lunch. We'll have a lunch meeting." And when I do that, invariably, two one of two things happens: I get extremely tired, and in and, and also, I'm hungry again when I should be having my regular window at five o'clock. So now, I, sometimes I'm eating two meals, you know, and I'm like, so that it's that, and it's the being tired. And I just feel like it's so important to like what works for you or uh, Joel doesn't always work for me. Like his what his journey is so different than mine. And that's the one thing too, I want to share is just let it be your journey. You can get advice from other people, you can listen and you can compare, but your journey is going to be completely different than mine. And, you know, you know, as we were talking earlier, so don't, don't get caught up in comparison. You know, maybe you're using information you're gathering to help you, but don't, don't get caught up in, Hey, like Joel, I mean, I can remember him calling me and saying, it's been three months. I still haven't lost any weight mom. And I'm like, well, I, I don't know. Are you sure? I kept asking him, are you sure you're fasting? You know, <laughs> And, and mine started right away.
0: And see, that would have been the, if you had asked me to predict, you know, I would have predicted the opposite. I would have predicted Joel would have lost weight quickly, you know, as the the young guy and that you with the history of dieting would have taken a while. So isn't it interesting how we just don't know how our bodies are going to respond and you just can't think, oh, well, I guess this means intermittent fasting doesn't work or it doesn't work for me, your body was doing something. I mean, there was something going on behind the scenes. When you were not losing the weight, your body was doing something. I think, you know, you could have been correcting insulin resistance. And once that got to where it needed to be, boom.
2: Yeah, it was like I mean, it was like a tidal wave, honestly. It was crazy.
1: (laughs) Well, it was almost alarming to me. Like when I saw him losing that weight that quickly, I I mean, I said, I think you need to see the doctor. Like, that's not normal. I mean, I was as a mother, I was starting to worry that something was wrong, you know.
0: His body was just having a fat burning party.
2: (laughs) No, it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. And the thing about it is that's what's so funny because everyone that I was around They're like, but you eat anything that you want. And I'm like, yeah, that's what the whole thing is. Delay, don't deny. I mean, definitely at the beginning, you know, at the beginning, I would go and like, you know, pig out because I would have my one meal a day. But then it just kind of, and I'm a very healthy eater by just by nature. But I think, you know, people, they want to diet within their window. And that's another thing that I just always tell people, like, you cannot diet within your window. Like, I mean, or at least I can't. Like, the whole point of this is not to diet, you know? So I get kind of frustrated when I see so many people on, on the Facebook groups talking about, you know, we're doing keto or we're doing this or we're doing, you know, I don't even know the diets, but you see people talking about dieting within their window or counting calories within their window. And not that you just want to like, you know, go crazy every day. But I mean, honestly, when I lost all that weight, I really was eating whatever I wanted.
0: The same thing. Yeah. And you know, I do understand some people do need to change up what they're eating for a time, you know, like keto might help them reverse their insulin resistance that they need to you know, need to work on. So in that regard, you know, it's not really as a diet as it is just something that their body needs. But I know what you mean. But when when you say they shouldn't be dieting, I'm really thinking about the over restrictive mindset. You know, because you could do anything like you could do keto and eat plentifully, you know, eat a lot of food. And, you know, it's just we don't want to also be over restricting. That makes sense. You don't want to eat like a tiny bit of food. Yeah.
1: Could I share what I shared with you earlier, Jen?
0: Yes. We we were talking before before we got on. We weren't on weren't on the air yet, but we started and I thought this would be a great thing to actually do some on air troubleshooting. So Renee lost, you originally lost 43 pounds, right? Yeah. So tell us about that.
1: Okay, so it took me within a year, I was like with I, I still had about seven or eight pounds to lose that I felt to get back to my normal like weight that I had had most of my adult life before I started gaining weight. And I was running, I've always been active, and I was running regularly and working out still, and I was feeling great and all of that. And then I started running with a group, we started doing hills, and I got sciatica. And if you've ever had that, like, there was no helping it.
0: I got it. Yeah, when I was pregnant with my second child, I had sciatica. It, it's miserable. If it, it's an, I felt it in the my right back, right side of my back. Where is where was yours?
1: Mine was in my the my right butt cheek and it went okay. down my leg and it went into my groin. It totally immobilized me to the point that I could barely walk and that lasted for all, I was getting therapy and going to the chiropractor and doing different things, but it lasted the the healing process of that lasted three months. So during that time, I couldn't run anymore. I just kind of cut back all activity, which is very abnormal for me. I started gaining weight. I I, I wasn't met. I wasn't weighing myself anymore, so I didn't really know. But I think in about six months period of time, six to seven months. I think I've gained about approximately 10 to 12 pounds. That's what I'm guessing because my clothes are tight. I had higher stress at work. Won't go into all that, but higher stress levels at work. And also had become, because I had lost my weight and was almost to my goal, I had started to become a little bit more lax with my windows. I'm still fasting clean. Like when I'm fasting, I'm fasting clean. But uh, maybe open my window, have another hour in my window, and maybe eating a little bit more. And also, these are the changes that I've had that I feel like have caused me to gain weight, the stress, the non activity, our lower, lower activity, being lax in my window, and probably eating a little bit more carbs than I did before, just allowing a little more carbs, and maybe not so much sugar, but carbs was the thing. So those were my changes that caused me to get to where I am right now. I have still been consistent with my fasting. And the one thing I wanted to share with everybody is not one time during this seven months that I've gained the weight, and I am discouraged because I've gained some weight, but not one time have I ever thought I'm going to go back to the way I used to be. Because the benefits of fasting are not just weight loss, they are feeling healthy, they are feeling energized. It's also affected every other area of my life in purging, so we, we talk about that all the time, in purging my stuff, in purging unhealthy relationships, in purging, <laughs> getting rid of what we no longer need. And so I, I totally believe in this way of life. And so I'm sticking with it. And I'm actually, I'm very excited to see how it's gonna turn out because I know this journey will someday somehow help somebody else. And and my journey is my journey. And I know what I'm going through right now. I always feel that God allows us to go through things for a purpose. It's not in vain. And I feel like what I'm going through right now is strictly for the reason that I'm going to learn something about myself, and I'm going to be able to help somebody else down the road yeah
0: I think that's great. And you know, I think that it it says a lot that you can identify some things that changed, and you're like, okay, it was the you know, the slippery slope of adding some foods I hadn't been eating, And I kind of extended my eating window a little bit. And you know, I was under the stress, which is a huge you know, linked with weight gain. But also, That you had not been able to exercise and you had been following a consistent exercise routine for a long time. Your body, you know, I talk about this in Delay, Don't Deny, metabolic adaptation. I talk about how we adapt to eating over time, but we also adapt to exercise. So your body had gotten used to that level of activity. And when you cut that out, I'm sure it it made a difference in your body's energy needs. So going forward, what what's your plan? Now, are you able to work out now? Are you is it
1: so I am my work level right now is still restricting me to be real consistent with it. But I am doing I was doing four to six days of working out and, you know, exercise per per week uh, regularly. And now I'm doing like maybe two to three, I, I would love to get to three to four, that would be a comfortable idea for me. One of the things that is really important to me, and I I see this because when you have people who maybe have never exercised and they might be a hundred pounds overweight or whatever that is, like when they start working out and exercising and intermittent fasting, I think they see like massive results where when you have somebody like me who needed to lose 40 maybe 40 50 pounds but yo-yo dieted all my life and was still very active i, I think i did build up a resistance kind of to whatever what did you call that metabolic well
0: like metabolic adaptation
1: yes and that's that's what happened
0: your body's like needs that activity level just you know to stay the same, you know, our body, there's a something called homeostasis, and that's our body's tendency to want to stay in this range. And, you know, if something changes, you know, it, it can upset the balance. Mm
1: hmm. So I so. I am really excited to see in going into instead of being an extreme fitness person to being a normal fitness person (laughs) with regular workouts and not, you know, being aware of it, doing it and enjoying it and actually doing things I love versus feeling like I'm forcing myself to do it. And then also cutting back. I I love I love the term that I heard you say tighten back. Tighten it up. Yeah, just tighten it tighten up. Tighten it up. Yeah, tighten it up like don't do the 4 to 5 hour window like maybe do the 2 to 3 hour window again and you know, I don't need to have 3 pieces of bread. One will be good.
0: If you're having one, you're not denying yourself of bread, but you know, don't deny doesn't mean eat all the bread, right? You are still allowed to have bread, just not as much bread.
1: So I have a question for you. Once you do get to your goal weight, and so we, I get this back off and I'm to my goal weight, like do you at that point like to suggest that people start weighing themselves? Because it's hard sometimes to know you're gaining weight until you can really see the weight.
0: That's a great question. You know, some people do like to, like to weigh in for that accountability. And there's actually research that shows that people who are regular weighers, are able to keep a handle on their weight better than people who are not. I mean there there is research that shows that. However, that being said, I don't weigh. I don't own a scale. And I've chosen to not weigh or have a scale because of the way getting on the scale made me feel. You know, I weighed for the first year of maintenance and then I stopped weighing. And then I weighed one more time 14 months after that. And I've told this story before. That was when I was expecting because I'd lost two more gene sizes. So I was expecting to see, you know, a 10-pound drop on the scale. And I saw two pounds less than the last time I would weighed, and I got mad. <laughs> and then, you know, I had expected to see. I was expecting to see 125 on the scale because I felt like, you know, I know how I looked at you know, when I weighed 129 in the past and I know how I was smaller than that now. So, you know, based on the comparison of my body size, I felt like I should be 125. And so I was angry when I got on the scale and it said 130 point whatever it was. And so that right there, I was like, you know, I was wearing a size zero jeans, angry that I weighed 130 pounds. <laughs> And that's the day I threw my scale in the trash because I actually started having diet thoughts of, well, I need to be 125 pounds. And I started thinking, how can I lose five more pounds? And I'm like, wait a minute, Jen, that's stupid. (laughs) So that's when I stopped weighing. But, you know, I have my honesty pants that I talk about in Delay, Don't Deny. And I, I have these certain items of clothing you know, it might be a dress. It might be whatever. And I put these things on. Of course, with dresses, you have to be careful because dresses can hang differently on your body and they actually fit you differently because you've, you've lost weight in your shoulders, you know, they'll hang down farther and then they feel tighter in a place they weren't tight before. So pants and shorts or a skirt, something like that is a really good way, you know, for a woman to gauge what's happening with your body. So as long as I can fit in, I have this one really tiny... Lily Pulitzer. It's like a skort. And I I don't wear it because my husband doesn't like Lily Pulitzer. And I brought it home from a consignment (laughs) shop. And he's like, that's so ugly. Never wear that. (laughs) Sorry, Lily Pulitzer. I have some things he does like that are Lily Pulitzer. But he didn't like the skort. But it was a size zero. And it was at a consignment shop. And it was cheap. So I brought it home. And I don't wear it out. But if it's like a glove, like if I gained two pounds, it would be tight, you know. <laughs> so I'll put that on. If I'm feeling like, am I a little fluffy? I'll put that on and I'm like, all right, I need to, you know, maybe cut back on wine for a little bit. You know, for me, it's just adjusting that. If I just, you know, have less wine, then my Lily Pulitzer size zero scored fits perfectly again. So that's my, the way I keep my tabs on it. So you just have to figure out what works for you. It might be the scale, but it sounds like you're not interested in weighing.
1: Well, I I can do it again. I haven't gotten I haven't thrown the scale out. It's sitting over there in the corner. I see it. But, you know, the thing that I had to heal from, first of all, when I first started, I was scared to death of food. When I looked at it, it was the enemy. And I was afraid to eat that food. And I, I've never like been anorexic or anything, but I, I was just afraid of food because the food made me fat. And so I now have a healthy relationship with food and I speak to my body and I'm like, you know what? Right now you're retaining more weight than you need. You can release this. Like I have become like my mindset about how I look at weight and food is completely different. I no longer fear food. I'm not afraid of it. It's not controlling my thoughts day and night like it used to. Do I want to take this weight off and get it off and keep it off? Yes, I do, and I will work at that. But I also know, as a human, we cannot do everything all at one time. I, I've seen different times on the, you know, on the groups where someone lost a family member, or they lost their job, or they had a tragedy. Like when we're going through things like that, like you need to give yourself some grace. You can't be doing every single thing all the time perfect when you're living life because life is going to change. And and my circumstances at work change, which made me take on more than I I should be. And I'm working on taking care of that. So my overall question is just, I mean, my overall concern is, I just want to make sure that when I get to the goal this time, that I don't you know what I mean? Like no matter what happens in life, I'm able to like keep that within two or three pounds because right now it's more than that. And so now I'm like, okay, I did have a thought, maybe I should diet and not, not, and I'm like, (laughs) you know, like I'm not going to diet. I'm not changing this. I know it works. And I'm just going through some stuff right now that I need to, as a human, I just need to adjust to and be at peace with myself. And it will, it will come.
0: Yep. And I really do think the key for me, like I said, I it's just been having that that way. And I'll also I will measure my waist. Yeah, I have a measuring tape and I'll I'll measure my waist. And if I see it's up a little, then I'll know, all right, I've got to tighten it up just a little. And when I say tighten it up, I'm still not dieting, but I might not have a snack and a meal and then another snack. <laughs> And I won't have as much cheese with my crackers before dinner, you know, and I won't have a glass of wine, you know, until the weekend. And it's just those little tweaks that for me, just get me right back where I need to be. If ever I I see myself feeling like things are a little tighter, my waist measurement is up just a little bit. This podcast is supported by FedEx.
1: See what FedEx
0: can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this... You know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation
2: of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. How long do you find that it takes you to get back to where you are supposed to be?
0: Well, not very long at all. It's really... You know, I I would be interested, you know, I don't weigh. And I know people would probably be interested if I did. They would like me to tell them, you know, but I don't know. But I'm not planning to get the scale out, y'all. So no, don't ask. But I would be, I am curious about how much my range, you know, has fluctuated up and down. But I just really don't know. I'm probably within about a five pound range all the time.
2: I mean, that's exactly how I roll. And that was, you know, I, I have pants and if they fit, great. If not, then I know that I need to not have Oreos every night for dinner or before a bedtime snack.
0: Or maybe don't put quite so much butter on my roll. (laughs) Still have butter, just less
2: butter. And when you only have to worry about one meal each day, it's not a big deal because it's, you know, you can just, you know, it's not like you have to readjust your entire eating schedule. You're just trying to make little changes like that.
1: And this is, I wanted to say too, previously in my diet, my crazy diet world, if this had happened before, after I had, I mean, I would have, girl, I would have been on a binge. I would have just thrown caution to the one and said, what the heck, what, who cares? And so th- that's what I'm saying. That is what I'm so thankful to you, Jen, and so thankful to this way of eating, this way of life is that. No even if you do have some something happen in life that changes and you do gain a little weight you're still part of the family. Like you're still here, come to the table, you're still welcome. Like you're going to be okay. This is not me falling off the wagon and, and now I got to figure something else out. I've never bought another diet book. I thought in my mind maybe I should diet during my window, but I still haven't done that because I want to. I'm growing older. I'm 60 years old right now. I want to make sure that into my older years that I'm able to maintain a healthy weight and a healthy workout program and a healthy diet into, you know, the day I say goodbye. That's important to me. So no, I, I'm not burning the same amount of calories. If you're, I, I don't count calories, but I'm just saying, I'm not burning the same. My energy is not burning the same that it did when I was 25, 30, 35 years old. Like it's different now. So I need to make sure that I don't have to run a marathon anymore. I can run two to three miles, two to three times a week and work out at the gym. Like you've got to adjust. The reason I'm saying all this is as you age, as you maybe go through life changes, you've got to adjust so that you can continue to stay on track.
0: Yeah. And I think even with intermittent fasting, as we age, I don't think we need to eat as much food as maybe we think we do, you know, and I eat till I'm satisfied every night. So, you know, I, I don't know how many calories that would be, but it's, it's, some days it's a whole lot of calories (laughs) and some days it's not as many, you know, just depends. You know, yesterday I was really, really busy and we're we're in the process of moving. So I worked, worked, worked. I mean, I was in the fasted state moving boxes, like, like a 20 year old, you know, (laughs) And I didn't, I didn't, you know, I just, I, I had the energy to just go and go and go. So when it was time to eat, I was like, oh, I'm not that hungry. And I just ate a little bit. And it really probably wasn't very much at all. And today I'll eat more. And that's just, that's okay. But but my point that I was getting to is I think that we don't need to eat as much food as we think we do as we get older. You know, I have I did a, a good bit of research when I was writing Feast Without Fear, about longevity and the blue zones and the people who live in in those longevity hotspots around the world. And I found, you know, some very interesting research and one, I can't remember what it was called, but there was a a research study where they actually look at how much people eat in different places, like how many calories, what's the average number of calories people are eating. And in these longevity hotspots, the older men and women are eating way fewer calories than like the typical american of the same age. So there you know the science of calorie restriction and longevity, you know they've they've done this with animals. They'll have animals eat fewer calories, less food as they get older and it has increased their lifespan tremendously.
2: Well, that's good to know.
0: Well, it is. So, you know, if we are eating less food, you know, it, it's obviously more complicated than calories in, calories out, as your story illustrated, Renee, because you were eating so few calories and gaining weight in, in the prior, you know, stage of your life. But, you know, if we do eat less food as we get older, research in animals, you know, and even, you know, monkeys, they've done it with monkeys and they lived so much longer than the ones who were eating more food.
1: Joel and I talk about this. We haven't talked about it lately, but. When we were, you know, eating three meals a day back in the day when he was a kid still living at home and stuff. Wow. I mean, I look, I think about the amount of food we ate as a family. It was scary. It's scary. We had, we had bagel. This was our, when Joel was in high school and he was at home, this was our, we had bagels with cream cheese in the morning with a big glass of juice. A regular breakfast, and then he'd be off to school. Then did you you ate a full probably meal at work, at school, right?
2: Oh yeah, absolutely had lunch.
1: Had a snack when he got home, whatever that was. Full dinner, and maybe a snack as some ice cream. I mean, we were probably eating three times the amount of food and calories that we need now. Like it was crazy.
2: I always tell. My, cause I have like quite a few friends now that have done, that have gotten on intermittent fasting because of stories that they've just seen my body change, you know? But anyway, some of them haven't stayed on, but a couple of them have. Anyway, I always tell them at the beginning, I'm like, you are not going, once it like gets to like, this is your lifestyle, I can't even think about eating. It's hard for me to eat twice a day, honestly. If there's days where I have to go to like a lunch meeting and eat, eat lunch and then I you know, I still want to kind of like stay on track. So I try to go to dinner, because that's my regular window time. It's honestly hard for me to eat twice in one day. But I cannot even fathom trying to eat three meals a day anymore. Like the idea, like the whole thing about three square meals a day is just out of comprehension for me anymore. Like two years in I just I can't even imagine like I my body would I feel like my body would just like burst.
0: Yeah, before my family was doing it with me, I remember going on a trip with them and I was calling them the frequent eaters. I'm like, "All you
2: frequent eaters are driving
0: me crazy."
2: <laughs> and it, and you get those comments from people. They're like, "Oh, you're going to starve to death." Or you're, "You know, you're going to do this." Or it's like, "You're not going to starve to death. I promise. You're going to be fine if you skip a meal. You're going to be fine. You're not going to die. You're not going to waste away. You're actually going to feel better."
0: Yeah, I mean, and I felt so good yesterday moving those boxes in the fasted state. I mean, I was like I certainly didn't look like a fifty year old woman moving things around and <laughs> I had the energy to just go and go and go and go. And the only reason I quit is because it was time to cook dinner.
1: Yeah, you definitely have way more energy. There's no doubt about it. And the moment that you ingest food, you know, your body's it changes. So I I kind of work my if I have a really important meeting to meet somebody and I need to be like mentally clear and alert, I purposely sometimes will extend my fast past that meeting so that, you know, I don't like, let's say I have a six o'clock meeting and I normally eat at five. I will wait till the meeting's over so that, I'm clear when I'm in that meeting because I have like this, it supercharges me. Like it gives me such mental clarity to perform, you know, my duties.
0: I'm exactly the same way. I had to do a radio interview and it was was central time. So it was really late for me. And I did, but I didn't eat. And I was like, if I had eaten before that, it would have been very hard. So yeah, so I get it. So yeah,
2: it just takes you down. It takes you... To Snooze Town.
0: It does Snooze Town. I like that. <laughs> Takes you to Snooze Town. Yeah, after I eat my dinner, I just want to sit on the couch and, and you know, relax with my husband. We'll watch a little TV, you know. <laughs> it's just we're winding down. I fall asleep. He
1: pokes me and says, go to bed now. <laughs> That's the story of our lives. Oh, oh! By the way, Joel and I are big champagne uh, fans. We love when you when you. That's like one of our things that we treat ourselves too. So uh, we were happy to realize that you loved prosecco and I, yeah. And, and, and champagne. really, champagne. nowadays,
0: <laughs> I've moved on to mostly champagne instead of prosecco. I was I was drinking the the Kirklands Costco <laughs> prosecco was what I bought all the time. But you know, I haven't had a bottle of that really all summer. When I started with the Dry Farm wines. I don't know. That made me a little more of a snob. So now I'm having a little more of the
2: good stuff.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: there is definitely a difference. Yes. There
0: really is. We are almost out of time, Renee. Before we move on, have you had any health changes at all? Any anything other than you know the weight that you lost? Any any health benefits that you've seen specifically?
1: Okay. Well, the one thing that I see definitely is the increased energy. Like I. It's easier for me to work out. Like, I'm a thank God, I'm a pretty healthy person. I rarely, other than that sciatica that happened to me, like, I rarely get sick. I did see that the very first year that I did the fasting, I went for an entire 12 months without having any colds. You know, I, know I always because we get it gets cold here in the wintertime and you know, colds and flu and all that. So, Like, it was just a year of, like, I got a reprieve of no colds, no sniffing, nothing. And and so it was just that. But you didn't have any health,
0: any, you know, chronic health conditions.
1: No, I didn't have any health issues. And I have noticed my skin being more clear, not have, I mean, not that I have breakouts or anything, but just looking healthier. When I got to the point that I was close to my goal weight, like, it was just even it wasn't just the weight loss, like you get a leanness that you, I can't explain it because I've never had it before. Other than this, you lean out. And so you, you know, you think, oh, wow, I can wear shorts again. I don't have all that cellulite jiggle stuff going on. And, you know, it's just, even though I, I, you know, maybe not, I've been, I've been thinner than this before by starving myself or whatever I've done, but I've never had the leanness of this before. Is what I'm saying. So
0: now we have we have to wrap it up. So I'm going to start with you, Joel. In about sixty seconds or less, if you were giving someone who was just starting off some advice, what would you tell them?
2: I would say stick to trust the system. I would definitely say do not diet within your window. I would say yes, flavored Lacroix is breaking your fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would say. Eat what you want and just, you know, let your body heal as it as it will. And definitely that this is not a diet, it's a lifestyle. I don't view this as a diet at all.
0: No, and I really don't like when I see it in print. If someone says the intermittent fasting diet, that just makes like fingernails on a chalkboard to me.
2: I went real quick, I went to a thing at my school about at my job about fat about fasting and they were doing all this diet stuff. And I basically like sat down and told the lady I basically almost ended up teaching the class. It was awesome. It was all of, it was the nutritionist lady in our at our university. I work at a university, and she was telling all this information that just wasn't true. And I was like, that's not true. That's literally not how it works. So yeah.
0: Fabulous. So Renee, in 60 seconds or less, what would you say to someone just starting off?
1: Okay. I would say, yeah, exactly what Joel said. Trust the system it's your own journey. Don't compare yourself to others. Don't get discouraged. Stay strong. Even like I said, in a little bit of weight gain that I have, not once have I thought I'm going to go back because, and it's any other time I would have been off the wagon. So, you know, stay strong in that. Realize that this way of life is also going to seep into other areas of your life. Like what you own, who you hang out with, like, it's, it's a healthy mindset overall. It's not just the eating. It's everything. And you will start to see that. It's so much more. And I, I appreciate everything you've done to help us, Jen. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I have
0: so enjoyed talking to both of you today. Thank you so much for being here.
2: Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Do you have an intermittent fasting story to tell? Intermittent Fasting Stories listeners will receive a free offer if you mention that you heard it on
1: the podcast.